0: Welcome to the 70th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is November 15th. Thanksgiving's just around the corner. It's already next week. I can't believe how fast it came. I, I mean, I know I've been thinking about thankfulness and gratefulness. We've been talking about that a lot in our family. But the actual day of celebrating and am I prepared for that is really the good question of the day. <laughs> um, I know I need to get a few things Um But looking forward to celebrating all that God has done, all that he's doing, because he is good all the time. Always good. So much to be grateful for. Up here in the Midwest, we've had our first snowstorm. So it officially has gone from fall to winter in one day. We definitely feel like the Christmas vibe is coming now. We definitely feel like Christmas is in the air. Uh, The kids, like I told you, have been wanting to play Christmas music. They have. And definitely have to say, I think I turned the corner. I feel like I could probably decorate for Christmas. I don't know if you do too, where you are. Uh, If any of you or anyone you know, you think would be a great fit for the podcast, would you please reach out to me? I'd love to talk to them uh, about maybe being a great fit for the podcast and hearing more about how God's working in their life. If you or anyone you know is looking for a speaker for a youth or a women's event, I'd love to encourage others in their walk with Christ. I'd love to talk with them, too. You can reach me at nmblaszc at hotmail.com. When I was young, I grew up in a Jesus-loving home and was really blessed to be brought up in the church. I don't want to date myself, but it's been a little while ago. In the past 30 years or or so, uh, life has really changed in our culture and in our churches. Gay marriage has been legalized. Now people question if they're a boy or a girl or something else identity issues, churches that are fitting into the culture, watered down, not salty, political and racial unrest. Our society is getting darker and darker. Throughout the Bible, you read from Genesis to Revelation about believers having an adversary, the devil. We read about it and go, yes, that's true. But what does it really have to do with me? We think of the devil as some far-off enemy, not really affecting our everyday life. I think that this has been a perception of the Amer- from the American church and still many of us when it comes to the devil and the schemes that he has. He is something we read about in the Bible, but he stays in the Bible. That is just what our adversary wants us to think. I was one of those people too. I never grew up really learning that every day we're in a spiritual battle. We have an adversary who hates us because we're made in the image of God. His purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. He's coming after us in every way. If we are a believer, he can't take our soul. But he does want to thwart the Lord's purpose in believers' lives, to rob them of joy, peace, and ultimately to deny God the worship he receives through yielded followers. I've experienced this many different times in my life. The enemy of my soul whispering, the, the lies in my ears. That Then I grab onto those lies and begin to doubt, have fear and anxiety in my life. At one time, I wrestled with God's goodness and his character for about three years. At the end of the three years, I concluded that the Lord God is always good, no matter my circumstances. He is always faithful, no matter what happens. He always has my best in mind and yours in mind. He loves us with an unfailing love. I told you before, I've been in many battles, and the, the adversary has been chasing after me in multiple ways. He's put out bait and I've taken it. I bid on it hook, line, and sinker. I didn't have my armor on. I was not aware of the scheme or the lie that the enemy told me. The enemy technically kind of put me out of commission for about three years. He stole my joy and I was not very effective for the kingdom. In the past eight years, the Lord opened up my spiritual eyes to see the battle that is waging all around us. The Lord has been teaching me about the devices and the schemes of the evil one. He has been training me on how to fight with authority that we have in Christ. Most of us believers, let's be honest, we're asleep. We are unaware of the battle that lies all around us. The devil loves our lack of knowledge and for us to be unaware. We are not armored up, we're not prayed up, and we are vulnerable. Once the enemy of our souls sees this, he loves to target us with all kinds of lies, bondages, oppressions, filling us with doubt and fear. He's made us not effective for the kingdom of God. Church, we need to wake up to what is going on all around us. We need to be resting and saturating ourselves in the word of God daily. We need to put it into action and obey. We need to be in prayer, seeking the Father. We need to be armed and dangerous to the enemy. No backing down. No drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever the society tells us. We live on the very word of God. If God didn't want us to be aware of demons or to actively engage them in warfare, then the Holy Spirit would have never inspired Paul to pen Ephesians six ten through 17 that describes the armor of God. That was a quote from the weapons of our warfare from Phil Hopper. This is the real deal. Paul knew that he was in a battle daily. He had seen the devil in his schemes, up close and personal in his life and in others. He had seen the battle and was giving us the tools to fight and to have victory in Jesus' name. Ephesians 6, 10-17 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, Above all, taking the shield of faith with that you'll be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. God gives us the armor as a believer in Jesus Christ. Most of the armor is defensive except the sword of the spirit. This is our offensive weapon. This is what I use to go after the enemy when he tries his attacks. I say we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us, Romans 8, 37. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, Isaiah 54, 17. Greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world, 1 John 4, 4. We are victorious through our Lord Jesus Christ, 1 Corinthians 15:57. This is something that we as a family put on daily. We put this on like getting dressed for our day before we go out. We put on our armor of God. Can you imagine going out in your day without any clothes on? Uh, That'd be a little awkward and embarrassing. That's the same that is true for your armor, except for it's actually much more than embarrassing. It's dangerous. You're vulnerable and not prepared for your day. I was just in an intense battle for over two and a half months. I was just coming out of doing something that the Lord had asked me to do, and it was really intense. It was about nine months of a very intense spiritual battle. When God moved and did what only he could do, he did the impossible. The enemy came at me. He threw a sucker punch. I was tired from the battle, and then I was a little vulnerable because of that. He came at me in every direction. I put on my armor. I sought Jesus, his word, claimed his promises, and stood and stood firm. I worshiped in the pain, in the hardship. Worship is warfare against the enemy. I prayed and fasted, trusting God at his word. Knowing he is good no matter what, people prayed for me, crying out to the only one who can save. I cried lots of tears. Were there moments when I felt weak? Absolutely, so weak. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, I am strong. 2 Corinthians 12.10 But I continued on by the grace of God alone, claiming what only he could do and to move in a way only that he could. He is our battle fighter. He is our savior. He is our Lord. He is our rock, our refuge, our strength, our strong tower, the one whom we can always run to. He will care for us and protect us. God is always victorious. He is always good. And I praise him and I glorify him alone. He is our great deliverer. If you are an unbeliever and listening to this podcast, please know that there is a very real battle for your soul. Charles Spurgeon said, Consider how precious a soul is, which is your mind, emotions, and will. Must be when both God and the devil are after it. I have seen this before my very, very eyes. I have seen the battle inside of a person being pulled from here to there. Please, I beg of you to cry out to Jesus. Receive the free gift that he died to give you on the cross. Bring yourself. Come as you are. Confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Romans ten nine. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you, God. You are awesome and mighty. You are a battle fighter. You are our joy, our hope, our refuge, our strength, and our strong tower in whom we hope, trust, praise, and worship. King Jesus, there's no one like you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through you. Father God, we come before you. Help us, Father God. Open our eyes to see. Open our spiritual eyes to see the battle waging around us, Lord. Give us their knowledge of your word, Lord Jesus, and the devices of the evil one, that we may be aware of what's going on daily around us in our lives that we may live in victory and freedom and love and joy and hope that we may live out the purposes that you have for our lives jesus that we would no longer be in bondages and chains of the evil one father god help us to walk this out we need you we need you each and every moment of the day we need your grace that only you can give us father god we're crying out to you and we know that you are faithful and good all the time help us to be aware lord jesus I have heard the words from John Ramirez, help us to be a spiritual sniper for you, Jesus, on the wear of the devil's schemes and be able to walk in victory that you died for us to have. We love you, Lord. We thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you surrender your life and you put your trust in Jesus Christ. You will be forever transformed and changed. You will have hope and joy eternal and a life forever in eternity with Jesus. I pray you feel encouraged in your walk with Christ. Let us stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.